Hello to everybody who's listening today on ACB Radio here in the ACB Virtual Exhibit Hall during the 2020 ACB Conference and Convention. You are here today at this hour with the Lighthouse for the Blind and Visually Impaired located in San Francisco, California. And we're doing a number of uh, presentations during this week, but today we're going to be focusing on our media and accessible design laboratory here at the Lighthouse. The Lighthouse's media and accessible design laboratory or MADLAB was privileged to receive the 2017 Robert S. Bray Award from the American Council of the Blind during its convention in Reno, Nevada. And uh, we received the award on account of our expertise in the area of tactile graphics. And so we're going to tell you more about MADLAB and about our tactile graphics today. My name is Frank Welty, and I am a senior accessible media and braille specialist in the MADLAB. I have been with the Lighthouse about nine years, and I'm going to introduce the rest of the team here. So we're going to start with Greg. Hello, I'm Greg Corrette, director of the Media and Accessible Design Lab, or the MAD Lab. I've been with the Lighthouse since September 5th, 2000. So 19 plus years. Thanks, Greg. And then we're going to hear from BJ. Hi, I'm BJ Dietz Epstein, and I've been with the Mad Lab for about seven years. And my role in, on the team is a senior designer, and I also have my CASP or Certified Access Specialist certificate. And then we're going to move on to Naomi. Hi, this is Naomi Rosenberg. I'm also a senior designer in the Mad Lab. I joined Lighthouse five years ago with a background in art and architecture and have learned and taught a lot about tactile design since then. My main role is designing tactile maps and graphics and overseeing the review of all the graphics that we produce. I also co-lead the TMAP project. And we'll be hearing a lot more about that later. Uh, and then Maritza, tell us about you. Hi, my name is Maritza Caldron. I started full-time with the Mad Lab fall 2016. I'm coming up to about my fourth year working with the department. I'm the team administrator, and so I do everything from client relations to project management and many of the administrative tasks for the department. So if you ever find yourself emailing our department, I will be most likely the one to respond to you. And we also have a couple of other team members who couldn't be with us today. Uh, Carrie Milliron is another designer that works with us here at the Mad Lab, and she does great work. And then our newest team member is Caitlin <clears throat> O'Malier, and she does a lot of our production work as well as Braille translation here in the Lighthouse. And she has a background in education. And we're all a great team. We love what we do here. And we're gonna tell you more about that. So Greg, I'm gonna ask you a question since you're the person who's been here the longest and has a lot of experience. Why don't you tell us about MADLAB, what it was like when you came here and how it's evolved and what we're involved in today. The roots of the MADLAB can be traced to broadcast services for the blind. 
a radio reading service begun in the early 1980s and maintained by the Lighthouse through 2010. At a certain point, the Lighthouse's Braille operation and reading services were combined, resulting in Access to Information Services, or AIS, which functioned as a typical alternative formats operation. An association of the years with Dr. Josh Mealy, then a researcher at the Smith Kettlewell Eye Research Institute in San Francisco. He was doing a lot of R&D with tactile maps, and that led us to acquire our first tactile graphics embosser. Uh, we partnered with Smith Kettlewell on several projects, mapping transit systems in the San Francisco Bay Area. The first of these projects was the accessible art station maps, and that was notable in that they were audio tactile, using the LiveScribe Smart Pen to include auditory labels on maps. We went on to map San Francisco's Muni Metro stations, a series of strip maps of bus routes, rail and light rail. Uh, that's really when things began to take off as far as specializing in tactile maps and graphics. In the spring of 2016, the lighthouse moved from the 1906 era converted garage it had occupied since 1993 into a new state-of-the-art location in San Francisco Civic Center. Teresa Pastello and Jerry Coons, a married couple, and both lifelong TVIs and boosters for the work we do with tactile maps and graphics, donated generously to the Lighthouse during the capital campaign. And the plaque on the wall outside of our office reads, the Teresa Pastello and Jerry Coons Media and Accessible Design Laboratory, which is a bit of a mouthful, so we call it the Mad Lab, which sounds kind of cool. And that brings us to our current iteration as a team that specializes in making the visual tactile, turning inaccessible experiences into inclusive ones. So, I mean, currently, Mad Lab offers transcription services, you know, Braille, large print audio, design and production of tactile maps and images, as well as consulting, inspection and approval of ADA signage. And we are a lab, not an academic lab, but similar in that our focus is on tactile graphicacy. And through partnerships with other entities, innovative ideas and products, research and professional development flow out of our department. Thanks, Greg. And let's delve a little bit deeper into the area of tactile graphics, which is a lot of the focus of what we do these days. And so, BJ, why don't you tell us more about what we do with tactile graphics and how we do it? Okay, Frank, I'll let you know about our unique approach to tactile graphics. We want to put everyone on the same page, literally. So we produce large print, high contrast, braille and tactile graphics all in one page. We take the given art or map and we transform it into a simplified diagrammatic tactile graphic. 
we use Adobe Illustrator to create two artboards for each piece. One is the tactile layer and one is the visual layer. We combine them using a View Plus M-Fuse, which is a graphics embosser fused with a color printer. We also use a DCS, which is a UV flatbed printer uh, to create more in-place maps. And this is a, a crisper line than we get from the View Plus M fuses, so we can do a little bit more detail there. And then all of our prints go through an extensive review process where all our designers come together to make sure it's the best possible design. And our tactile and braille proofers make sure that there's no braille errors and there's no confusing bits of tactile. And so they literally have their hands on everything that goes through our shop. Of course, uh, with the years that we've been doing tactile graphics now, we've done some very cool stuff. And I think each of us probably has some favorites. So I just want to go around the table here and ask each of you, what is your favorite tactile graphic that we've done here at the Lighthouse? So let's start with Maritza. One of my favorite tactile renderings is a photo of Frida Kahlo that Naomi actually produced as a side project. And it's gotten some pretty good attention from various individuals and institutions. And in fact, our very own museum in San Francisco called the De Young um, commissioned a copy of it and is now hanging in their museum for all to experience. Alternatively, we have a small touch gallery located right here at Lighthouse headquarters. So if you're ever in town, you stop for a tour and you can experience some of our, on our graphics. I have to tell you a little story about that Frida Kahlo is that from time to time, people will ask to borrow, quote, uh, the Frida to look at it has a way of not coming back, so we have to keep reprinting it because it keeps wandering away. Maritza, what, what other pieces do you have framed in your home? Oh, yeah, my home <laughs> gallery. I've, I've been collecting, cultivating a home gallery. Frida, of course, is there. A small sample of the Peanuts. Growing up, I, I love the Peanuts comics, and so it really was a thrill for me to be able to work on such a iconic piece of American culture that we did for the Charles Schultz Museum located in Santa Rosa. Um, also BJ just did a tactile rendering of Rosie the Riveter and I have that one. I snatched that one up really quickly and then I have our, our BART system which is our, our rapid transit system for the Bay Area and we've made a um, tactile graphic of the full system and all of the stops. And so I have that as well. Naomi, what is your favorite graphic that we've done here at the Lighthouse? Hi, yeah. I actually want to note that the Frida Kahlo graphic was produced uh, as part of a project with a haptics researcher. And my favorite graphic was another one that we, we worked on with that haptics researcher. It's of a teapot, and it shows how tactile and visual perception varies when reading a tactile uh, 2D representation of a 3D object. 
So these are computer-generated graphics, and they show a teapot from three views, from above, from the side, and at an angle. And they demonstrate how different tactile drawing methods can help or hinder tactile reading. Even though these haven't been widely distributed, um, they have been used as a part of a workshop with TBIs in training around tactile reading. Um, MADLAB has a lot of these graphics produced for a variety of projects or pet projects, and I hope we can start distributing them widely so a variety of folks can print them on their own embossers. Yes, and that really demonstrates how much how important it is to really put thought into the design of tactile graphics so we get it right and people can understand them, which is what we do here. So BJ, what is your favorite tactile graphic here at the Lighthouse? My favorite would have to be the theme park maps that we do. Um, it's almost as much fun to make the maps as it is to go to these places. And because it's a paper product, it's something that the user can carry with them as they find their way around the park or as they want to plan which features and attractions they want to go and see next. And it's just a really fun time developing these maps. Those are really cool maps. You know, it's a... Uh... You're looking at one of those maps and you feel like you're in the happiest place on earth or something while you're doing that. Very cool. Well, as for me, I'd say it's tough to make a decision, but I'd say it would be the map that I think is, is best for me is the tactile map that we did of the University of California at Berkeley. Because I'm a person, I'm a blind person who really likes to have the freedom of independent travel. And to have a map like that, going to a place like a college campus that is very complicated, as you can imagine, it makes it so accessible to be able to explore that map ahead of time and get a sense of where buildings are in relation to each other, and then to go there and use that mental map out in the real world to travel freely. That's really exciting. So Greg, we come to you, and what is your favorite thing of graphics here at the Lighthouse? And I say two. I don't think anybody mentioned the uh, the work that we've done with direct digital UV prints. These, mm -hmm. This is like what we do for in-place maps, installations, interpretive exhibits, and things like that. And the, the print quality is just amazing. And by that, I mean the tactual as well as the visual. And the stuff is just absolutely sublime and perfect and has beautiful resolution and it it holds up you know and we've done those mostly for the national park service for maps at trailheads but my number one favorite matlab product i love tmap we'll hear a little bit more about that but that anyone with a user account can type in any address and within only a few clicks, generate a well-designed tactile street map with braille labels is nothing short of amazing. That is very unique, isn't it? So to tell us more about that, uh, Naomi is very involved in our TMAP development. 
So Naomi, why don't you give us more information about what TMAP is, what it does, and how people use it? Absolutely. So TMAP stands for Tactile Maps Automated Production. It's a tool that we use in-house to produce tactile street maps in a matter of minutes. Our department also creates many types of custom tactile maps like floor plans of office buildings, museums, outdoor areas like college campuses and parks, as we've mentioned. These custom map maps require a skilled tactile designer taking anywhere from a few hours to several weeks to create. On the other hand, maps made by TMAP, which we sometimes call TMAPs, show the area around any address in the US, as well as some international addresses. They depict streets as a raised line, railways as dashed lines, paths as dotted lines, and buildings as a solid texture. Each street that meets the edge of the map is labeled with an abbreviation, and it's spelled out in full on a key that's automatically generated along with each map. TMAPs can cover an area ranging from a few blocks to a few miles. And when we print TMAPs on our embossers, as BJ mentioned, they include braille and large print text, and they also have tactile and printed lines. So you may have heard of TMAP from 10 or 15 years ago, uh, originally designed by Dr. Josh Mealy, then of the Smith Kettlewell Eye Research Institute. Uh, Lighthouse was involved in the production and distribution of TMAPs for many years. And in 2016, Lighthouse and Smith Kettlewell joined efforts to rebuild TMAP using new tools, new data source, and creating a more usable and flexible system. So the goal of the TMAP project is to get as many tactile maps as possible out to people who want them, um, which is what Greg is mentioning. It's amazing that we can get so many to so many people. Um, creating custom tactile maps is costly and usually doesn't reach a whole lot of people. Though TMAP cannot produce any map under the sun, a lot of people want floor plans by a TMAP. We can't do that quite yet. We still need our designers to, to work on those. Um, TMAP can provide individualized maps of any user-defined area very easily, meaning many more people get tactile maps. We view TMAP as an essential tool to support tactile graphic literacy and independent travel. So there are a few ways to get TMAPs. In the past, you may have received a map of your home or work address at a conference or purchased one from Lighthouse's adaptation store. Um, we've also made the TMAP tool available to people who would like to produce maps with their own embossers or swell machines. Uh, we're seeing a lot more interest in user accounts recently, especially by orientation and mobility instructors who've been working with students remotely on map reading skills and neighborhood exploration. As our current production capabilities are somewhat limited, we hope to make more individuals with tactile, we hope to uh, give user accounts to people with tactile printers so that they can use TMAP themselves. Um, with so much more interest, we're also working on updating the supporting resources and information for TMAP users. So look out on our website soon for some updates. And if you're interested in getting a TMAP account to print your own tactile maps, please contact madlab at lighthouse-sf.org. That's M-A-D-L-A-B at lighthouse-sf.org. Great, and I hope that some people will uh, do that right away. 
Uh, Maritza, can you tell us a little more about what people need to do to get their own TMAPs? Sure. The best way to get a TMAP is actually to contact our adaptation store. They are available to order online at adaptations.org. That's A-D-A-P-T-A-T-I-O-N-S dot O-R-G. Um, you can also give them a call at the toll-free number one 888 Four zero zero eight nine three three. If you have any technical questions regarding TMAP, you can always feel free to email us. Again, that address is madlab, M-A-D-L-A-B, at lighthouse-sf.org. Well, that's pretty cool. I'm sure that a lot of people will want to go over to the, to the adaptations and, and get their own TMAPs. Those are very useful. I understand that we have other stuff at, available through through the Adaptation Store as well. Can you tell us more about that, Greg? Yeah, adaptations.org has a whole category or a collection of Mad Lab products. Lighthouse for the Blind is the only authorized Braille transcriber of official Apple user guides. So we've done braille translations of user guides for Catalina voiceover, uh, iOS 13, Apple Watch, HomePod, Apple TV, Apple Swift Playgrounds Tactile Puzzle Worlds. Um, Swift Playgrounds is a game application, an educational app that teaches kids the basics of computer coding and programming in a fun, interactive way. And MADLAB has created tactile screenshots, maps of every level for um, game versions Learn to Code 1 and Learn to Code 2. TMAP, which we've mentioned, tactile street maps covering an area of several blocks surrounding any given address can be purchased for $25. Um, buyers receive two maps of the same address a zoomed out overview map and a zoomed in detailed map. Like most everything we do, these maps contain large print and braille. We have an array of map products, maps of the USA, California, San Francisco Bay Area counties, cities and highways. Art system maps are available and art station maps these are comprised of individual maps of nearly every station in the system. There's the Tactile Maps Training Book, which is a large print braille and tactile manual providing step-by-step -step exercises for developing tactile map reading skills. UEB Guide of Braille Contraction Signs and Indicators. The number one seller is tactile greeting cards for all occasions, you name it. Happy birthday, Father's Day, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day, holidays, New Year's, get well, thank you. I mean, we have dinosaurs, flowers, bears, dogs, uh, snow people, all kinds of stuff. And they keep adding more to the list all the time, don't they? Uh, yeah, we're yeah. always adding more. Check back soon. Absolutely. So if a person wants to get something into an, a Braille or into a... Uh, an accessible format, like a like a, a, a custom map or a document that they get brailled, 
that they couldn't just get off the shelf at the store. How would they go about doing that? And I think Maritza can give us an answer to that. Sure. The best way to contact us would be by email. And that address again is madlab at lighthouse-sf.org. If you'd prefer to use the phone, feel free to call our department at 415-694-7303. However, due to our current workload, I still would recommend giving um, us a email as it is probably the fastest way to get a response from us. That sounds good. And as we move forward and come to the, towards the end of this, this discussion today, I would just like to get a, an idea of what's on the horizon for MADLAB in the next uh, year or two or whatever. This, some, what, do we have some, any new things coming along that any of you would like to share about? And so I'll start with Greg and we'll just go around the table here. COVID-19 is forcing us all to come together as a field to address ongoing issues. Uh, for teachers and students especially, there's an exigency around distance learning right now. Stay-at-home orders and school closings have forced teachers to work with students in new ways. So the Mad Lab has been looking for ways to support teaching efforts and access to information needs. And we've, we've experienced an increased in collaboration with TVIs and orientation and mobility specialists. In some of the ways this has played out recently, Naomi, through collaboration with Neil McKenzie, who's with the Sonoma County Office of Education, compiled images for tactile activity packets containing tactile coloring pages, games, shapes, and mazes. The mazes in particular should be of interest to anyone interested in learning how to follow raised lines, which is a prerequisite for reading maps. These things are available now through B-Tactile, which is a um, tactile graphics image library. This has inspired us to begin cataloging our existing body of work to look for things you know, that we can make available for free download. You know, this would include maps and app screenshots, steam materials and the like. An O&M specialist at the Lighthouse, Sarah McIntyre, has designed a collection of tactile intersection diagrams. And MADLAB has been further honing and refining these for wide distribution. O&M specialists can use these diagrams to facilitate discussions around intersection design the movement of vehicles, lane-by-lane -lane scanning patterns, um, other topics such as street crossing recovery and the like. And, you know, this stuff's been proven useful even working remotely or indoors. And, of course, there is TMAP, a project promoting independent travel and tactile map literacy. On that note, we've partnered with our Lighthouse O&M staff and Steve Lowry, He's a TVI at Washington State School for the Blind to put together a webinar about how to use the TMAP app to generate Braille and tactile street maps and as a supplement to orientation and mobility instruction using TMAP effectively. That webinar will next air on At Home with APH 
on July 8th. That's great. Um, who else would like to share some things that are new coming up in the, in the Mad Lab these days? Naomi, what's new at TMAC? <laughs> Greg just took them all. He took them all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Marissa, there's nothing I can say. <laughs> and I was like, yup, yup. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. I think, I think that's sufficient. Okay. And uh, I'll just mention that uh, one other thing that we're really excited about that relates to collaboration is that through the work that we've done with tactile graphics, we've become very aware that there is a real need for improved teaching of graphic reading skills to people who are blind and visually impaired. A lot of people don't get the same exposure that their sighted peers get, and they struggle when, it's, when it comes to actually understanding things like a tactile map or a tactile diagram. And so we're working with a group that's called the Accessible Graphic Consortium that is going to be working on doing research and developing curriculum and supporting products to improve the teaching and learning of tactile graphics so that blind people in the future will be so much better equipped to deal with this very graphic intensive world that we live in. That's very exciting. Does anybody have any final thoughts before we wrap up? Once again, if people want to get more information about the Lighthouse and Mad Lab, uh, you can go you can go to the uh, Lighthouse website, which is www.lighthouse-sf.org. If you want to get in touch with MADLAB, just write to us at madlab at lighthouse-sf.org. And thank you for listening today, and I hope you continue to enjoy your time in the uh, ACB virtual exhibit hall. That's a wrap.